Hi there, you're listening to the Crunchy Catholic Podcast. I'm your host, Rosie, traditional Catholic wife and mother, bringing you messages of hope and encouragement during these crazy times that we're in. Here we'll talk about faith, motherhood, and natural living, but also all the areas in between. I want to help you not just survive motherhood, but thrive in it. In this day and age, we have so many resources at the tip of our fingers if only we put in the effort. I am a firm believer in personal development and always striving to put our best foot forward. Sometimes that means the more technical matters like baby wearing or sleep training, but it also refers to the most important matters such as prayer life and living out the truths of our Catholic faith. While all these resources are nice, I also know that it can be a bit overwhelming knowing where to even begin. That's why I'm here to help you find the balance between all the things that come with mom life while also living out your Catholic faith in a way that is pleasing to God and effective to the development of your soul and the souls of your children. After all, that's why we're here. All right, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hello, friends. I am coming to you today from my makeshift office in my minivan here. I actually think it's going to make for some pretty decent soundproofness, except if there's like a siren or anything that goes by, I'm going to just warn you ahead of time that that's where I am. I'm I'm in my car. Um, If you've followed me for some time, you know that I am a mom of three under five and basically building a business through the nooks and crannies that motherhood provides. And sometimes that is some alone time in my car. And it's actually the perfect type of day out where I don't need to have my car on for any sort of heating or cooling. So I think this is going to be great. Okay, I am seriously so stoked to be talking about what we're going to talk about today. If you've followed this podcast, most of my content has been pretty faith-related, like sometimes specifically Catholic-related, sometimes a little more generically faith-related, or maybe sometimes motherhood-related, but I really haven't talked much about the natural living aspect. And if you see my little graphics or taglines on my website, it is The Crunchy Catholic on Faith, Motherhood, and Natural Living. And natural living, that's not just like a little add-on. Like It is something that I am incredibly passionate about And I think some of my followers might be, some of them might not be. Some of my people follow me for the Catholic stuff. Like if you're in my Facebook group, you may have joined because you saw that I make my rosary bracelets. So I know it's kind of a large array of things that I cover, but I do really want to start talking about this a little more because I know for total, total beginners, it can be so overwhelming trying to figure out where the heck to get started when it comes to you know, crunchy stuff, holistic care, natural living, yada, yada. We live in a world that is so insanely packed with just like chemicals and overly processed, you know, foods, medicines, house cleaning products, like everything. We are, we are literally bombarded by toxins every single day. And one of the biggest reasons that I haven't talked much about this I'm going to be fully honest is because I kind of felt unqualified to be talking about this because if you do a simple Google search or Instagram or podcast or Pinterest or Facebook, you will find lots of experts like even just, you know, mom podcast experts on eliminating toxins and what to do instead. And I am nowhere near that level. Like I am not at all savvy with saying like, what chemical is okay and what isn't. Like, we're not even going to get that deep at all. So for the longest time, I was thinking, well, if I can't even 
spat these things, you know, spew them, whatever the heck word I'm looking for off the top of my head, then I guess I'm not savvy enough yet to talk about it. And then I realized, well, that's not true because when I was getting started, I was a little intimidated by those types of people, not intimidated in like a weird, you know, lack of confidence, self-conscious way, but intimidated as in, what they were saying went right over my head. And I was like, okay, that's not even helpful because I have no idea what is being said right now. Whereas if I found more of a beginner level mentor, someone to follow, a group to partake in, that was so much more helpful for me because they were like helping me cross that first bridge. Whereas the other people were like 10 bridges ahead of me. So I'm here to be that first bridge to help you like if you know hardly anything or you know a little bit but you want to know more or maybe you kind of know a lot but you just want like a beginner level refresh, then that's what I'm here for. So we're going to go through if I were sitting down with a new mom and she was like, oh my goodness, I'm pretty sure the world is like poison. And I'm like, yep, it basically is. And she says, I want to get started on like the crunchy life. (laughs) And I would say, okay, here's where you need to start. So I can obviously only fit so much in a podcast episode and I don't want to make this like forever long because I just, I don't like to make my episodes that long because then it's hard to listen to. But one day I will probably have to compile some sort of like mini course or maybe a YouTube series or a PDF download. I'm not really sure yet. Honestly, if you have any ideas, like I'm all ears, you can email me at hello at thecrunchycatholic.com. Or if you're part of any of my social platforms, you can just message me there. I am totally like all ears because this is something that I've wanted to do for a while, but I just had some other ducks I had to get in a row first as far as like other products and stuff. So now here I am like fully ready. And I think we're in a time where we need it more than ever because we're dealing with like some pretty serious stuff right now, whether it's, you know, like meat shortages, egg shortages, like it's really concerning that the things we can buy in the store are coming from places that like shouldn't even be allowed to operate the way they operate. So if you go down that rabbit hole, it's like a little bit depressing because it's like, oh my goodness, we're doomed. We we can't avoid the poison. Okay, we can in some ways and in other ways it's a lot harder. So my mindset toward providing for my family in the best way that I can is to control what we can and what we can't, like we do the best that we can, but it doesn't really make any sense to just throw your hands in the air and say, what's the use? Like we can't, we can't afford to raise a cow ourselves and eat the meat off of it because obviously that would be the most ideal. We can't afford that. Therefore, I'm not even going to put any effort in my kids' snacks or, you know, medicine or first aid care or anything like that that's not the case. I really want to encourage you to do the very best that you can in the ways that you can. And before we get into the nitty gritty like specifics of what things you should eliminate, I want to also like mention here the bridge between crunchy living and Catholicism or, you know, Christianity. And that is to say that God created this earth in the way that he did with his almighty omnipotent wisdom and intentions. And I really think that any, you know, firm believer in his existence, I don't fully comprehend how someone can be a firm believer and yet like completely neglect the natural lifestyle. I don't try to say that in a place of judginess, but you will find that in most cases, 
like my church, for example, is mostly very conservative Catholics. And most of us, I'm pretty sure, I mean, from talking with other moms, are pretty crunchy minded. And you're going to find that a lot, like conservative, Catholic, Christian, crunchy. Most of the time it kind of goes together. So if you're here listening and you're like, yes, I believe in God. Like I have full faith that he made us with intention. He designed us to be able to fight off sickness with our own body and not having to fully rely on just like dosing every type of medicine right off the bat, right off the onset of sickness. If you believe in all of that, it's just, it starts to all make sense on why you need to implement these things and on why you need to be on the lookout for what things to not allow in your household, what things to not allow to ever enter your children's mouths or their skin, which we're going to get onto that on how that's the biggest organ as far as absorbing toxins. Oh my goodness. Okay. So now that we've talked about bridging that gap and why it just makes sense, let's talk about a little bit more specifics. So if you are literally just getting started and you're like, oh my goodness, I follow these accounts who have like all these oils and all these hippy dippy products and I'm over here just using my Windex and using my bleach and I know that I'm poisoning my family, but I don't even know where to get started. Okay, it's all right. This episode is actually going to change your life. So the first thing to be aware of is that consuming toxins can happen in so many different ways. If you think about breathing in toxins, some people think like, oh, that's not really a big deal. It's not like you're putting it in your mouth. Well, it's still being ingested. Like it is literally going in, whether it's through your nose or your mouth, it's getting into your lungs and our lungs, that oxygen is then released into our body, into our bloodstream. Like it is absolutely getting into your body. If anything, that's like probably worse than consuming it through your mouth, honestly. So if you think about like smokers or, you know, a lot of like hard drugs, that is even how they are taken is like being inhaled. So absolutely inhaling something like bleach or Windex or whatever, those things can absolutely be poisonous to you. Even if you don't notice it right away, it is having like horrible long-term effects, maybe even short-term, but you just didn't know that that's what it was caused by. An example of this is like for me growing up, I would use certain like body washes in the shower and I would always have these like major cough attacks in the shower. And I literally just thought that was so normal. I was like, oh, like, like the steaminess is irritating me. No, the steaminess wasn't irritating me. Steaminess is actually really good for you. It was literally the soap I was using. I was breathing it in and it was like causing this shortness of breath and I was always coughing and it was irritating me. But in my mind, I was like, well, this smells good. And I just didn't even think like, oh, hey, maybe all these chemicals literally being like essentially diffused into the air because of the shower, maybe, just maybe, it's not good for me to be breathing in. And once you are aware of this, you will realize all the more so. Like think about when someone has a really strong perfume or cologne and it is causing you to like cough, like it's actually bothersome. Some people it doesn't even bother. And I really think it does vary from person to person. It's not just someone being a baby about it versus someone like being tough about it. Like for me, I really start coughing if someone like sprays an air freshener. Like I can't handle it. It bothers my lungs. It bothers my like nasal passage and I have to like get out of there. (laughs) And sometimes when someone sprays one, it's like, 
everything in me to say like, hey, there are better ways to do that. But you know, all in the right timing, right? So I'm just doing this episode to educate those who want to be educated. So wrapping up the fact that toxins can absolutely be inhaled as well as consumed like digestive wise, as well as like I said a little bit earlier, our skin is the biggest organ in our body. That means if you're taking your yummy little Bath and Body Works lotion and rubbing it all over your body every night because, oh, it makes my skin so soft and, oh, it smells so good and, oh, I just love it. Okay, you better check what is contained in that because you're literally at the cost of, oh, this smells nice, literally putting poison into your entire bloodstream because your skin is absorbing it and it is going through your bloodstream. Just think about all the pores on your skin and some of your biggest pores being up on your head, which is why it's really important what type of shampoo you're using or what sort of care you might be using on like your little baby's head. This is a big deal, people. So if you're sitting here thinking, oh my goodness, I'm using all the wrong things, it's okay. Take baby steps. That's why I'm starting with what things to eliminate rather than starting with what things to implement. So even if you have zero dollars to get started as a crunchy mama living that natural lifestyle, that's fine because guess what? It's free to throw something in the garbage. So get rid of all your Bath and Body Works stuff. Get rid of literally all of your perfumes. There's no reason for it unless you can find like a completely natural perfume and just realize that it's not worth it. So touching a little more on personal care, I just want to talk about like thinking of a brand new baby. So my first baby was actually toward the very end of my pregnancy was when I had like my major aha moments of, oh my goodness, God is entrusting me with this new human life. And I would not be able to sleep at night knowing that I did not do my full research on all the things. Like I just started to feel like all the cute little things that I had just gotten for my baby shower. I literally got this giant bottle of Johnson & Johnson lotion, this big thing of baby powder, because those were just all the things I was used to seeing. So like I registered for them. I wanted them. I was so excited to have them. They were up on my little changing table ready to go. And then toward the very end of my pregnancy, I think I came across like a Johnson & Johnson article or something, or maybe it was like a lawsuit about baby powder, like causing major, major, major problems on a girl, like because it got where it shouldn't have gone. And all these things, they were like terrifying me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start doing my research. I literally tossed that bottle of lotion. I tossed that thing of baby powder. I tossed a few other things that we got. One person who came to my baby shower, a family friend of ours, she got me this set of Honest Brand baby wash. It was like a shampoo baby wash combo. And I don't even think it was lotion. It was literally just the wash. And I remember when I got it, this is so terrible. My baby shower was toward the end of my pregnancy. I was like 34 or 36 weeks. I remember when I got it, it literally crossed my mind in my head. This is so ungrateful of me. I was like, oh, I didn't register for that. But you know, I'll take a look at it. Like I literally was thinking like, oh, this brand, like she, she spent a lot of money on that. You know, she could have spent it on something else. I don't need this brand. And then, again, before I even had my baby, as I was doing all my research, I was like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad she gave me this. I am putting nothing else on my baby except for this wash right here. And if you're wondering, like, okay, how the heck do I even know what wash is good and what isn't? It's going to be a long road of learning. And I've been a mama for almost five years now. My daughter is almost five. Well, I guess a little longer if you count my pregnancy. But 
it's been an ongoing journey. And I don't want you to think of it as like all or nothing. Like when will I hit the point where I know all the things? You won't ever hit that point. It's just an ongoing journey. But when I started doing the research and realizing like these things are not good to be putting on my baby, my newborn baby, no less, who is of course extremely susceptible to things. Think about how cautious we are of our newborn baby in so many ways, like making sure that they're buckled properly and making sure they have like safe sleep circumstances and all these things. And yet are we doing the same extensive research when it goes to things that we're putting in and on their body? So once I realized, okay, this is this is going to be a big road ahead, learning what is and isn't okay, I will share with you one of the most helpful resources I came across. They kind of changed the name of it. It's this app that you can download on your phone. It's called the EWG Healthy Living app. Sometimes they change it to just EWG. Sometimes they change it to the Healthy Living app. But you literally can download this app and then you can search for any product. This doesn't count like consumables, so not like food or medicine, but this is like personal care. So sunscreens, lotions, shampoos, body wash. So you can search anything like that and it is going to show up and give you a rating. So EWG approved is a zero rating, meaning it has zero ingredients to be concerned about. Now, it's pretty hard to find something that is completely EWG approved, and if you do find it, it's going to be an arm and a leg. I encourage you to just, you know, remind yourself to do the very best that you can. So I will admit most of what I have as far as baby washes, shampoos, body wash, lotions, sunscreens, most of those probably rank like a two or three, honestly. Like if they have some sort of like little bit of something that EWG is like, we're not fully sure about this, so we're gonna put it as a two or a three, um, it's okay. It's better than a seven or an eight. If you see something like in the red and it says like seven, eight, or nine, that's really bad. That's like completely loaded with chemicals that you do not need in your life. So the first summer my baby was born, she was of course too young to even like try to let her be out in the sun. She was born in May. So that first summer we tried to just like keep her shaded and stuff. But by the next year, I needed to figure out a type of sunscreen that would be okay for her because sunscreen, like your classic aerosol spray sunscreen, like high, high SPF sunscreen, there are literally so many stories and lawsuits about like the contents in it causing cancer. Like I'm not even kidding. There are kids who have had blistering outbreaks, kids who have had sicknesses happen. There's so many things that can happen like sunscreen chemicals is one of the worst type of chemicals out there that you have to look out for as a mother. So I started finding different brands like Baby Gannix, Blue Lizard, and all of this was by using that EWG app. So if you download that, again, you can either search for a product or there's literally a barcode scan feature on there. So you can bring it with you into a store and you can like look through sunscreens and start scanning barcodes and it'll pop up and show you how it rates. And it's important to know that things aren't always what you expect. For example, there's this Aveeno brand of sunscreen and one of them rates as like okay. And then the other one, I'm pretty sure it has like a really high SPF. 
rates really bad even though they otherwise look the same. So that's important to know because high SPF, it's hard to have high SPF without having a lot of chemicals. And I know high SPF is important to keep your baby like safe from the sun, but you can even just do a lower SPF and just be good about applying it more frequently. And remember that sun isn't poison, but my daughter, she's very fair skinned like me and getting sunburn is no fun. Like it turns into a rash, it turns bad. So I am just one of those moms who doesn't care what other people think when I have to lather my child in sunscreen every five seconds while we're playing on the beach. And I should add that that is one of the other tips of taking on this crunchy lifestyle is not caring what other people think. You seriously have to put it out of your head because someone might be looking at you funny that you have white sunscreen all over your child and it's not even rubbed in and you're like, whoa, okay, she looks like a goon. Well, you know what? She's not going to be getting sunburned and you know what? She's not absorbing all those terrible chemicals that another mom just spritzed all over their kid like it was no big deal. And I don't say that from a place of judginess, but I say that from a place of like, hey, you got to remind yourself that even though someone might be looking at you like you're crazy or like you're wearing a tinfoil hat, you know what? You did your research and you're doing the best that you can with the knowledge that you have for your kid. And that is our job as moms. That is our God-given duties is to be doing the research so that we know we're doing the best that we can. Okay, I already feel like some of this might be going like more in depth than I intended. I hope you're still following along. The next thing I wanna mention is like cleaning products and household care. So things that you clean with, things that you spray in the air to smell nice, um, burning candles, burning candles is not good. Um, Even having those little like candle wax melts or whatever, that's also not good because you're just literally like diffusing chemicals into the air. So an actual lit candle, it doesn't matter if it says it's all natural, you still have a flame burning in the air that you're like breathing smoke in even if you don't see it. So depending on how all out you want to go, I'm just going to give you the info. You can take it or leave it, but candles, wax melts, no bueno. Air fresheners, no bueno. If you want your house to smell nice, you can diffuse some essential oils or you can take, um, I have a plant therapy account. I love their essential oils and they also have like these little air fresheners, like these sprays, and they're basically just essential oils. And if you start looking at ingredients, one thing to know is that the word fragrance, this is ridiculous, the word fragrance is literally, I don't know the right like legal verbiage to use here, but the word fragrance is allowed to be put on a bottle, on a product, and it actually can contain one of like several hundred different ingredients. Fragrance, like fragrance. That's just a nice generic word to put on anything that can mean literally one of like several hundred things. So in other words, I'm saying fragrance is not good. Don't trust fragrance, whether it's for a lotion, an air freshener, a body wash. I know it's really hard because there's things, oh my goodness, you're going to go to the store and you're going to see this green bottle of kids suave brand body wash that says natural ingredients or plant-based ingredients. And then you're going to read the back of it and it's going to have all these big ingredients that you don't even understand how to read. And you're going to scan it with that little EWG app I just told you about. And it's going to rank like a seven or an eight. And you're going to say, I don't understand. This bottle looks like it's supposed to be all natural and healthy. And I just scanned it and it's poison. That is called greenwashing, my friends. Greenwashing is this really 
awful thing in the last maybe decade or so where companies are catching on to the fact that moms no longer want to put poison into their children and so they're trying to buy organic and healthier. But these companies, well, they like money so they don't really want to provide organic or actually healthier options but they do want to provide the perception of organic or healthier options. I'm not even kidding. This might sound like, oh, wow, Rosie, you're acting like the world is out to get us. Well, people like money and companies really like money. So yes, they actually are out to trick you just like any other deceptive marketing tactic. Like when you buy a bag of chips and it's actually only halfway full, but it looked full because of all the air in it. Things like that, people are well aware of like, oh, wow, they're just out to get your money. Okay. Well, companies that provide like personal care products, they're out to get your money as well. Everybody is just keeping an eye on that bottom dollar. So greenwashing is when you have a product that looks like it's going to be all natural, crunchy, organic, and good for you, but it's actually not. So all that to say, just don't trust a bottle just because it says natural based or plant based or natural ingredients. They're basically allowed to put like whatever they want because if you think about it, they could put natural ingredients and all it has is like one natural ingredient, but the rest of it is poison. Or they could put plant based because maybe there really is some lavender extract and that's a plant. So they're like not technically being wrong. They're not technically lying but it's not good for you. So you have to keep an eye out on what things are actually natural, organic, and good for you versus what things are greenwashed and totally just out to get your money. Cleaning products, I kind of mentioned that but didn't really dive into it. It's kind of a no-brainer that like if it smells terribly potent and makes you cough and you feel like you need to wear a mask just to be able to clean with it, then it's probably not good for you or your family, especially your little ones, to be breathing in. So are there instances where you like absolutely need to bleach bleach disinfect something yes like if you have like when my dog has an accident inside I do use some sort of bleach to disinfect where she had an accident because I don't want that to be somewhere where my baby is crawling on and then after I disinfect it I use my more natural cleaner to wash up the bleach and the disinfectant because I don't want my baby to crawl on the bleach and the disinfectant and then I also make sure that they stay away from that area for at least like a day if possible or cover it with something so while there are instances to use that sort of thing it doesn't need to be your everyday norm when people pull pull out a bottle of like all-purpose Lysol, which I used to have. It was one of the first things I bought when I got married because, again, I was still learning. And I would use it for every countertop, every surface, like everything that needed to be cleaned, I would use that. And it kind of smelled like really strong, but it also smelled sort of nice. I was like, oh, it has this like citrusy smell. This is what I'm going to use to make my house clean and to make it smell nice. And then as I had my baby and realized like, oh my goodness, this is like irritating me to breathe in. I guess I better clean when she's not around. And then that just didn't make sense to me because I was like, well, no, like one day she's going to be like nearby as I'm cleaning because it's just inevitable. And of course, now as a mom of three, like my kids literally help me clean and I have no problem with them helping me clean because what I use is completely safe. I have no problem. I even had my two-year-old spray my four-year-old in the face once, not ideal, but also I was like, well, it's actually no big deal. (laughs) I mean, her eyes, luckily, like she shut them as a reflex. That might not have felt good, but as far as it getting on her skin and even in her mouth, I wasn't even worried because what I use, I'm not worried about at all. Okay. I already am feeling like I need to make this into like two parts, but I'm going to just try to like zip through the rest of what I have. 
Um, really, once you realize the concept of what to look for and what tools to use to know what to look for, you'll start to become more familiar with like what ingredients are good and what ingredients are not. And you will seriously, like your eyes will be opened and you'll be like, oh my goodness, there's so much bad stuff out there. Neosporin, like everything that we use for first aid, like when your kid falls and hits the ground and gets like a cut, you don't immediately need to blob like Neosporin all over it because Neosporin is an antibiotic and antibiotics kill off infection. But if there's no infection, then it's really pointless and it's actually only going to kill off good cells in the body because that's what antibiotics do. Like if you've ever had a full on like ear infection or something where, you know, growing up you took an antibiotic or as an adult you took an antibiotic, you know, or maybe you don't, but if you take an antibiotic, like that's fully messing with your gut, your gut balance, and you're supposed to take like a probiotic to try to balance it out. If you have taken on the crunchy lifestyle, maybe you don't take antibiotics and that's good. Like they should only be taken if it's like a really, really, really emergency. But even for ear infections and stuff in my kiddos, ear infections, pink eye, hand, foot and mouth, like I've been able to fight off all of those things without antibiotics. And maybe that's going to be another episode because now we're just talking about so many things. I'm basically trying to put like an entire five years worth of learning into one episode, which I'm realizing is not possible. So let's just move on. Neosporin, triple antibiotic ointment, not necessary unless something is actually like infected, becoming pus and all the things. Um, An alternative, you might say like, well, doesn't it need something? Yeah, it can have something. I have found Earthly Wellness. It's a company that is solely owned and operated by a married couple, a married homeschooling couple of five children. And they are like expert herbalists in what they do. They don't source out anything. They make everything in the United States. They, nothing is third party. They fully do everything. They know completely start to finish where their herbs and ingredients are coming from. And they make household like cleaning products. So they have a cleaning spray, a dishwasher detergent, a dish bar soap, a laundry detergent, personal care products like a shampoo and a baby wash and a body wash and face washes, all the things. Okay. So most of what I'm saying here, as far as like eliminate this toxin, most of what I'm going to say to replace it with is most cases an earthly product because I discovered them. They are affordable. They are not like $40 for this cleaning product. It's literally like 15 bucks for this concentrated jar that you actually mix into water yourself. And I've been using it for over a year. Like it literally a little bit goes a long way. So most of what I'm going to say to eliminate, I'm going to suggest what I personally have mostly is an earthly product. And if you are listening to this in real time, today is Friday, April Oh my goodness, what is it? The 21st, I'm pretty sure. (gasps) I don't even know, and I can't check because I'm recording with my phone, so that's awkward, but it's Friday and it's April something toward the end of the teens or the early 20s. That's rosy for you, being weird. Okay, if you're listening in real time, tomorrow is Earth Day, and it is Earthly's largest, sorry, their second largest annual sale, their first largest being Black Friday, so their second largest annual sale is for Earth Day because they're Earthly. So Earth Day being Saturday, their sale is going to go from Saturday, Sunday through Monday. 
And I ask that you pretty, pretty please look in this episode description, show notes, and look for my link because that is a way that I have been able to monetize my platform. Sharing all of this knowledge and information for you is having that affiliate link. Again, they are not an MLM. They are refusing to ever be an MLM. And I'm very glad for that because MLMs have to mark up their prices like pretty extreme. And that is because they're compensating their brand partners with trips and vacations and cars and all these huge things, which is great for those people. But for someone who can't really afford that price point, I am so glad that there is a company like Earthly, which is trusted, great ingredients, and never going to be unaffordable. But their affiliate program simply means that for me sharing about them with you and you choosing to use my link to purchase, that means that I'm going to get a small percentage. So I thank you very, very much for that. Sometimes the link is weird. You click on it and then it actually takes you to like, it like refreshes and you lose my name at the top. So just make sure my name is at the top when you purchase or to be extra safe when you're checking out, there's a drop down that says who referred you or something like that. And you can put Rosie Bowden. Okay, enough on that. So the cleaning thing, that's what I use is the earthly all purpose. And then the scenario of your kid falling and cutting their knee, I use the all-purpose salve. It's like the go-to for cuts or even diaper rashes or any little like rash that just needs some sort of like moisture and treatment. I use the all-purpose salve. Okay, the next big umbrella category that I want to talk about is eliminating toxins slash poison when it comes to the things you eat. So if you are brand new at taking on this crunchy lifestyle and you're like, okay, Rosie, thanks. I get the gist of like personal care, sunscreens, bug sprays, like anything that has an aerosol spray to it is kind of a red flag. I'm going to look a little more closely. All of those things, you're starting to realize like, okay, I got the hang of this. I know how to start reading these labels. On to the next thing, the things that we put in our mouth and in our kids' mouths, what are the biggest things that I should eliminate? The biggest things that you should eliminate is A, keeping an eye out for your sugar intake. I will fully admit that we are not the best about this. We just had Easter. My kids have had some candy here and there, but it's not like a norm. Like I don't try to let them have like a whole bunch of syrup for breakfast or a totally terrible sugary, colorful cereal. Oh, we don't even own any of those. It's so bad for you. The sugar, the dye, the high fructose corn syrup. So keeping an eye on your sugar intake Now, again, I will admit we're not like 100% great about sugar, but what we are pretty adamant about is our dyes. Oh my goodness, red dye being the absolute worst, blue and yellow are also bad, but did you know that in other countries, red dye 40 is not even allowed? It is literally not allowed. It's a banned ingredient. And I don't know all the countries off my hand, but you can just Google it. Like, what countries is red dye not allowed? And there's a lot. And I'm not talking like random hillbilly countries you've never heard of. I'm talking like big countries in Europe and stuff like that. They don't even allow it. And here we are. Like, if someone came from another country and walked down the cereal aisle in one of our stores, they would probably barf or be like absolutely appalled and think to themselves, are moms actually feeding this stuff to their children? Like, it is really shocking that this is the norm. It's not like Halloween candy where they have it once a year and you're like, oh, but it's so fun to have that bright red, whatever it is, Jolly Rancher, and, you know, it's just now and then. No, we're talking cereal or Pop-Tarts or little pastries that 
is becoming normal to give to our kids every single day and not just some time in the day, morning, no less. Like you're literally starting their day with red dye, which is known to be linked to behavioral outbursts, things that are claimed as like ADHD and all these behavioral problems when really it's like, no, maybe your kid just doesn't react well to red dye, but you wouldn't even know because they're having it so regularly that you're not even able to link it to when they're having these behavioral outbursts. It's honestly so frustrating that these things are so common and normal and like moms who are having babies for the first times are having you know, these pediatric appointments and they're getting these little brochures in the mail to be like, hey, make sure your baby's sleeping safe, make sure they're getting their shots, make sure this, make sure that, make sure, you know, you're giving them a safe place to learn to crawl. But hey, we're not going to let you know at all about all the poison that's out there in the grocery store to come and get you when your baby's old enough to start eating food. There's just like zero information out there about it. And that's because, again, all about that bottom dollar, these big companies wanting to make that money. And it, I mean, if you start looking into cereal, like even Cheerios, like things that don't even have dye, there's even awful ingredients in all of that stuff, which is really, again, so discouraging, but you just have to start by doing what you can. So for us, we are pretty much a completely dye-free household, and we try to be a high fructose corn syrup-free household. I don't think we have anything in the house that has high fructose corn syrup. We do have some things that have sugar. The next thing that I'm like on the full research train on is seed oils because that is another thing like soybean oil, vegetable oil, canola oil. Those things are all like total, total inflammatory ingredients that are going to cause like flare-ups, not just physically in your joints, but also like behavioral-wise, it's going to make you feel sluggish. These are things that I'm just kind of like dropping topics and you can be like, yes, I'm going to take that one and I'm going to search that in my, you know, Spotify or Apple podcast, wherever you look. And there's full episodes where people talk about this at great lengths. Again, I'm just trying to like scratch the surface on all of it to sort of be like, okay, off you go. Now you can get started on whatever piqued your interest the most or whatever season of life you're in. If your kids are super young, then you need to just start by looking into like the lotions and personal care stuff that you're putting on them. But once they're old enough to be eating things, then that's when you need to start going down the rabbit hole of dyes and sugars and seed oils, enriched flour, all the things. And this didn't even touch, we didn't even touch yet on medicine. Oh boy, medicine. As a crunchy mama, and this goes for most crunchy mamas, it's not that I am anti-medicine. Have I ever used medicine? Yes. Have I ever given my kids medicine? Yes. But it is not like the go-to first thing we do at the first onset of any kind of symptom. And that is the case for a lot of people is like their kid is barely sniffly and they give them Tylenol or they're barely whiny and they give them Motrin or they're teething, alternate Tylenol and Motrin because that's what the doctor said. I can't even believe that that is recommended. It's honestly, oh my goodness. If you just look at the ingredients on both of those, it's terrifying to think that that is very commonly being recommended to moms whose babies are teething. Teething starts as young as like four months and moms will justify it. You might be like, okay, Rosie, you're sounding a little judgy. Well, maybe I am a little bit because maybe people need to know this information. Your baby is four months old their gut can't even handle food yet. They're still 
you know, breastfed or formula fed, and yet you're going to give them all those chemicals in Tylenol and Motrin. Oh, but it says infant Tylenol, infant Motrin. Okay, that just means it's a smaller dose. It's still chemicals going into your baby's body, trying to see if their stomach can digest it, and then wondering why they're not getting any better, or wondering why their subtle teething symptoms just turned into like a flu, and they're puking and having diarrhea, and now they have a rash because of the diarrhea okay, maybe they didn't need to have that medicine. I'm sorry if I sound a little fired up, but I'm also not sorry because these are the things that are being fed to us as normal and common, and they're even being fed to us in a way of like, if you don't do these things, then you are not a good mother. Like, that's how it is presented. I've had it said to me before, like, wow, you know, you won't just give her Tylenol. Like, sometimes you gotta just put the baby's needs first. Like, sometimes it's not about what you think is good or bad. And that's just so weird. It's like, no, actually, I am exactly putting my baby's needs first because those things are not good for them. And most Tylenols and Motrins, if you see a medicine bottle that's like bright pink or red or orange or purple or blue, hello, there's dye in there. It doesn't even make any sense that these companies, they're putting dye in the medicine so that what? It looks more like fun It looks more like kid-friendly or something. Okay, so now you're giving them dye, which is completely not good for their immune system, neurological development, like all the things. It's literally terrible for them. And you're giving it to them at a time that they're already sick. It doesn't make any sense. We're treating sickness with like more poison. Like, oh, you have toxins in your body? Let's give you more toxins to make it better or to distract from the original symptom so that you can have a different symptom so that you can buy more medicine to treat that new symptom. And then you wonder why you see moms who are like, we've been in and out of the doctor's office for four weeks. First it was an ear infection and then it was hand, foot and mouth and then it was pink eye and then it was this and that and that and that. Okay, that's because you gave them medicine and antibiotics right off the bat and both of those things are completely shocking their immune system into basically not operating. And oh wait, you got them ice cream out after the doctor's office because they were so good for their doctor's appointment and now you're giving them a sugar crash to completely shock their immune system into also not working for a few days. Oh my goodness, it is just so sad and terrible the things that I see. So I hope this episode is helping you to be like, a new perspective, seeing things as the poison and the toxins that they are. So do I sometimes use medicine if I absolutely need to? Like if there is a fever that I just absolutely haven't been able to break in one of my kiddos and it's getting to the point of being scary? Yes, I have once in a blue moon. And for me personally, have I ever used medicines? Yes, rarely. I mean, I did have two C-sections, which is another whole episode. But in those instances, obviously pain medicine was like necessary. And all the antibiotics they had to give me, it was not great. It was not a great beginning for my two babies who were born via C-section because they were just extra fussy. They had tummy problems because of all the things that I had to have for my C-sections. Whereas my third baby, um, my home birth baby, obviously I had zero medicine, zero antibiotics, zero anything during his labor and birth. And he was noticeably a way, 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 way happier baby. Okay, so we covered personal care stuff. We covered dyes, high fructose corn syrup, medicines not being ideal, only use them if it's an absolute emergency, well visits. I mean, that's going to definitely have to be a whole other episode, but I will just say that all of my kids are completely vaccine free. And it's nice to be able to say vaccine free because, you know, if I were on Facebook or Instagram right now, I can't even say that word. 
Um, but on podcasts, I'm pretty sure, hopefully, I guess we'll see how many listens this episode gets. I'm pretty sure you can say that word. <laughs> it's fine. And I'm I'm pretty certain because there are full podcast channels that are all about informing yourself with regards to vaccines and all the things. So my kids have had none and they're doing great. And again, that's going to have to be a whole different episode. Okay. So I'm going to wrap this up with two different things. The first thing being that almost everything I talked about as far as what's like poisonous or toxic for you, almost everything has a safe alternative. And like I said, I will have to work on what sort of format I'm going to create for people to either be a free resource or maybe eventually something that's purchased as far as determining what things you can swap out. But I will start off by saying, like I mentioned, Earthly, their sale that's going on, or even even when they don't have their sale, you can always message me and I usually have like a 10% off code you can use. So their sale is 15% off site-wide, which is really exciting. But even if you miss the sale, like even if you're not listening to this in real time, you can always message me and I pretty much always have a 10% coupon that you can still use. So their tinctures, their vitamins, their supplements, their personal care, pretty much like we have probably close to like 50 or 100 of their products. I'm not even kidding because they just have something for everything. So we're on like their multivitamin, their magnesium lotion, their vitamin D lotion, their muscle ease lotion, all the things, so many things, first aid care, tinctures, preventative, treating sickness, all the things. Once you start scrolling through their products, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, they're amazing. I need to buy like everything. So make sure you look at the show notes and use that link. Let me know if you have any questions. Actually, I did just want to add that I know not everyone always looks at the show notes. You might be listening to this while you're driving or something. So one easy like URL for you to remember is that you can also always go to my website, which is thecrunchycatholic.com. And to get right to my earthly affiliate info, you can do thecrunchycatholic.com slash wellness. That's just thecrunchycatholic.com slash wellness or from my Crunchy Catholic webpage, you can go to the very bottom and there's a link called wellness or on the top menu drop down that says more, you can click wellness from there as well. So that's just an easy way for you to remember in case you like are listening to this, but not ready to place an order. But at some other point you're like, oh shoot, what was that company? She said again, um, but I, I do want you to be able to use my link because that would be really helpful for me. So thecrunchycatholic.com slash wellness. And then the other thing I wanted to wrap up saying is that I know it can be very overwhelming to get started on this natural minded lifestyle. It can be really confusing knowing where to start. And I know that in this episode, I just gave you like so much information And I kind of like talked about all these different things without fully going extensively into each topic, but I hope it was a helpful like scratch of the surface for you to just get your wheels turning and to get your perspective shifted to realizing that you can't trust everything you see in the stores. In fact, you can trust very little of what you see in the stores and I just encourage you to just get started. You don't have to fully get to the level that I'm at like tomorrow because it took me five years to get here. And where I'm at is like still pretty beginner level. I know people who are full on like they'll only wear organic cotton and they they cloth diaper and they only drink raw milk and like all of their stuff in the fridge comes right from a farm. I would love to be at that point, but I'm not yet. I will one day, but hopefully my like 
intermediate-ish level of crunchiness is a helpful goal for you to set for yourself if you're still beginner level so that you can see like, oh, okay, I can take baby steps and it's still helpful because that's what got me to where I am now was just total baby steps, doing my research, checking labels, taking things one at a time, eliminating like as much as I could right off the bat and then slowly but surely finding replacements. It's okay if you don't find replacements right away. Your newborn baby doesn't need a lotion and a body wash and all the yummy things right off the bat. My third baby didn't even have a bath for like a month and he smelled just fine. He has the best squishiest little baby skin and he does not get very frequent baths. That's just an example of like once you start living the crunchy life, you realize that all these things that we're so used to using all the time aren't really necessary. So I hope that helps you get started. Again, you can email me hello at thecrunchycatholic.com or message any of my social platforms if you are like, yes, 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 I want you to create something that is like a fully comprehensive guide on crunchy living. You know, this episode that I shared was like so helpful and you want it in some sort of to-go format, like an ebook or a YouTube series or something. I just, I know I need to create something. I just don't totally know what and I want your help. Like, I want to create this for you. So I want you to help me tell me what would be the most helpful for you. Okay, friends, I hope that helps you get started. I'm sorry that we're nearing like the 45-minute mark here. It's not usual for my episodes to be this long, but this one just had so much good info that I wanted to share. So thank you for listening. Let me know what you thought, and I'll see you. Well, I won't see you. We'll chat next time. Hey friend, I know your time is valuable, so I sincerely appreciate you tuning in today. If you feel so inclined, I always appreciate reviews on the podcast and I will always welcome shout outs on social media. My Instagram handle as well as private Facebook community are both linked in the show notes. Or what would be the most helpful is if you could just keep me and my mission here with the Crunchy Catholic in your prayers. I would appreciate that above all else. And of course, you my friends are always in my prayers. God bless you.